0: I think we've come to a point in kind of marketing in a way of seeing the death of something. The death usually happens because everybody's doing it or there needs to be a change in the parameters or the paradigm of something. Death is usually slow in a lot of tech ways. I mean, look at Flash. Flash took forever to leave. It took forever to leave, but it was a necessary death. Uh, now we're kind of looking at a new type of death. And now it's gonna be very slow, but you can kind of see the patterns that are happening. If you're just looking. I'm talking about the death of digital advertising. Yes, I think that there is going to be a very slow death, but only time will tell. But I think it's I think there's a natural uh, a natural outcome for this. I think there is a reason for this. And we're going to be discussing that in the new episode of Marketing Blend. So let's hit it. Hmm, that's good. All right, guys, welcome to Digital Coffee Marketing or Morning Marketing, I should say, edition. That's right. We're going to be talking about everything about marketing. And I'm your host, Brett Deister, as always. So let's get into it. Um, so a little bit of kind of just news in general and it's specifically about Pinterest because Pinterest has always been kind of an interesting social network to me more than anything else because it was the first one to try to do something different than everybody else and it's paying off but it's one of those slow payoffs. You don't hear a lot about it, and not a lot of people are complaining about it but they keep on making interesting updates like the lens for if you take a picture of something it will show you different types of things. Um, so first of all, they've added more people to their ads, and they have different ads as well. So it should be interesting to check that out, especially if you get a lot of traffic from Pinterest itself, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people do. Uh, so you might want to check that out in general. It should be an interesting, um, it should be an interesting turn of events. Also, Target has made kind of a deal with Pinterest to use their Lend technology to better help them have customers buy other things from Target as well. So Pinterest is going a new way. It started off as more of a social network and then kind of morphed into a still a social network, but more about visual search, which Google has been trying to do as well. So we'll see what how this transpires and if it actually will eventually be able to rival the mighty Google, which I'm completely fine with. The more rivaling you do with Google, the better it is for all of us in general. But yeah, those are just some of the news out there. Also, I did want to actually get into um, Instagram and kind of the weird thing about uh, the comment system. So they've added more comment system to allow people to say who can comment on their stuff and who can't, which I'm not really all in favor of this in general. uh, I think it does hurt businesses, especially if you say who can and cannot comment on you because what you want to do is want people to discover you. Right or wrong, terrible comments or not, you'll always get them. I just, I just don't see a good pattern here, I know we're leading more towards um, self-censorship more and more, I'm in n- no agreement with this in any shape or form, I think it's a terrible idea in general, but I think it's an inevitable idea, because people are always increasingly becoming, well, hurt about language, about people hurting their feelings, instead of, well. Caring about other things, because you can get over someone's hurt words a lot quicker than you can get over someone's hurt your body in terrible ways. Uh, but, and that's coming from a guy that actually got uh, bullied in high school pretty bad, and almost got into several fights. So, I do have some say in that, because the, the physical bullying is actually, to me, is more terrible than the online bullying, because online bullying, you can leave... You can mute people, you can turn it off. There's tools for this as well. So that's my thing. For businesses, I would say choose wisely about how you turn this on. Yes, if you want to make sure it's family friendly, then by all means turn on the um, kind of the profanity filter. That's fine. Like, I get that part. But saying who can and cannot comment on you, I'd be careful about that. I get that you want to make sure it's a clean environment that people can come and just love on each other and all these hippie feelings, but let's be honest, this is the real world, no one agrees with each other, and as marketers, you have to navigate the pissed off customer to the customer that loves you. And sometimes they switch quite dramatically sometimes. Sometimes one loves you and then all of a sudden hates you and vice versa. So, like I said, I'm not really in favor of this, but I understand it. But let's get on to one of my main things, Why did I say that there's a death of digital advertising? Well, mainly because of the trends that have been happening, the trend of Apple trying to make sure that uh, people can't track them through Safari, and even on their phone they can't track them, they do not track as well. I know Google has recently changed it where you can actually track through Safari, but I'm pretty sure this is going to be a shell game where one of them is going to one-up each other, and that's just... That's just how it's going to happen. This is how it's going to be. There's no more of unlimited ways of tracking somebody. People don't want to be tracked and rightfully so. Uh, We've been tracked by the government before. There's been a lot of things of why, why we don't want to be tracked anymore. You see more and more people using ad blockers and even browsers allowing the ad blockers as well or even baking in their own ad blockers. So we have more of that, even though some annoying sites say, hey, if you have an ad blocker, you can't read the content. And as a normal person, I go, okay, well, I guess I don't really want to read this because I don't want to have to turn it off and on just for your special thing so you can get money. So I do think that there needs to be a um, a real discussion about what do we do about um, – digital advertisement in general. I think it's been doing... I think for, for what it is, it's still an old model from the TVs and radios and uh, print ads as well. It's still kind of almost the same thing. I think we haven't really challenged ourselves to make digital advertising better. In general, we just keep on marching on to the same tactics and not really thinking about the holistic version of why do people hate digital advertising so much. We have A lot of websites, and I was on the opposite end of marketing and hearing pitches from all media companies of complete takeovers of sites, kind of the banners in the background, also the little um, ads on the sides. They're pervasive, prevalent, and this is how a lot of media companies get their money. Now, if your model is always based on this, you're always gonna have to be chasing that um, lucrative or even like break-even market of making sure that when digital uh, advertising rates go down, you still have the maximizing way of, you know, creating an income. That's kind of the danger of it. Uh, Now, a lot of other channels or even more newer ones are popping up with more of a uh, Patreon or monthly subscriptions, which is kind of a better model of doing it if you have good content and people want to pay for it. And if you give enough incentive for that as well, that's what could be eventually coming on the horizon uh, I mean, there are still technically some some sites that still do it effectively as well, um, but for the most part, it's the fault really lies on the marketers and the media organizations in general. They have thrown everything they can. They have maximized or even overloaded us with ads on their sites. They track us like crazy, right or wrong. And now. I mean, this is my marketing brain and my normal brain going, ah, I really need to track people. But my normal brain goes, I don't want to be tracked. And so even marketers have to go through this of like, ah, is this really the right thing to do? Or is the wrong thing to do? And usually it's a hard thing to understand. But the problem that I've been seeing is that we are moving into more and more where people just don't want to see ads anymore. They're terrible nine times out of 10. They don't really convert very well, or you're a lot of marketers are just trial and erroring. That's what you do with these. So we're still in this trial and error phase. Everything's a trial and error and nothing is ever really concrete because you always have to figure out if it's gonna do well or not. And nine times out of 10, it's probably not gonna do well. So that's another problem that I keep on seeing is that terrible ads lead to people getting more and more upset because they don't wanna see these anymore. Plus, a lot of marketers just market it wrong. They put it in the wrong target audience. And the target audience is like, I don't, I'm watching, let's say, um, I'm, watch, I'm like watching a, a, a video game uh, YouTube channel. And it's doing something for like hiking or something like that. Now, some gamers probably love hiking, but I'm trying to give like a weird example. You know, be a weird example because I actually like those two. Uh, but something like out of the ordinary and it's being, you know, there or or it's 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 specifically a more male oriented channel and it's and it's advertising female products which I'm like oh I, I I don't I don't need this. Why okay I'm just gonna have to skip this or pretend it's not there and just do something else while the commercial running and then you've just you've spent the money and you wasted the money at the same time. That's the thing. Now I've seen some interesting YouTubers doing some things now, he's a little controversial, I'll say that, but Latterworth Crowder actually does a really good job with their commercial ads, but he also understands his audience, and they're actually funny. Uh, that's another great thing, is that they're really, really funny, they're really entertaining, and you're still doing a pitch, but you don't really know, I mean, you know it's commercial, but, I mean, you're okay with the pitch. It's not that bad. And that's, that's my thing about it, is that More and more marketers are gonna have to figure out how to advertise, but also advertise in a way that's not as annoying, intrusive, or just plain right awful. Unless your objective is to be an awful commercial to sell something, that's completely fine too. But your objective has to be clear. You almost have to have a theme in your advertisements that that you know what it is. Okay, this theme is about education. Okay, how are we gonna go about its education? So writing, kind of steps of figuring out what your objectives is and how you're gonna get to them will help you. I know some some marketers are basically running the whole marketing department by themselves, and I feel for you, it's difficult to do that, but we really have to narrow in on what do people like to watch. It's not anymore about your objectives of your KPIs, your click-through rates, that's all important too, but what do people want to watch should be paramount out of everything, and then you go on to keywords. Those are also important as well, and make sure that you have different keywords uh, too, because that's gonna really help you along the way. And then you go down to actually writing it, but you really need to be more of the abstract, thinking about what it is, what your, your what your objectives are, and then going down to the concrete. You can't do concrete and then abstract because it doesn't really work. It's kind of an odd way of doing it. You could do that if you're really good at it, but I recommend you doing abstract writing what you want to accomplish how do you want to deliver it and going from there now if you could you can do three or four different ad campaigns it's fine but make sure it's still in the same thing and you're not throwing different campaigns out i mean geico has some i never laugh at their commercials but they're interesting and they can be hilarious but i just never really figure them out because they do so many different things or another one that's kind of weird is kfc and there are like eight different kernels which i'm just always confused about why they have eight different spokesperson doing the same role just doesn't make much sense to me but i guess if it works for them more power to them but i do think it's squarely on the media companies and the marketing professionals that are kind of just making sure that the file nail goes in the coffin of what we know of, of the, the death of digital advertising now do i think it'll morph into something else of course i do There'll, there's a bunch of new technology coming out don't morph it maybe in good ways and probably in a lot of bad ways. AR is one of them that I think has some interesting properties of how to sell your brand without really selling your brand because that's how it's gonna have to be from now on. You can't be so overt about what you're trying to sell or who you are. You have to be kind of subtle about it, not in a, in a kind of coercive or deceptive way, but more in a way of where people are having fun with your brand and they can communicate and they can echo like, oh, I love doing this instead of, oh god, that commercial again. One example of commercial that I was just not enjoying when I was watching YouTube videos was that Dell commercial about the, you have bug eyes, I heard it so many times I did not care anymore. I was like, can I please skip this? All right, I'm gonna turn on our, or the the threat of, fine, I'm gonna just turn on my ad blocker because I don't want to watch it anymore. (laughs) I'm sorry. Some ads just get annoying after a while. They're fine for the first couple of times, but it was like every other commercial on YouTube was that commercial, and I was like, I don't want to watch it anymore. Awesome, Dell. But, Dell, do you understand that I build my own computers, so you're not hitting the right target market anyways because you really want people to, oh, well, that don't build their own computers. And there are probably far more people that don't build their own computers than there are, so that's another thing as well. But, yeah, it... It annoyed me. It annoyed me to no end, where I was like, ah, you have bug eyes. Every time I was like, please, please digitally shoot me, because I don't want to actually really be shot. But, yeah, that was another problem that I just could not understand for the life of me. Why this was happening. Why? Why, God? Why? It was always, always the same thing, but I still put squarely... On us, now I understand marketing is not an easy thing to do. You can do some really great things, you can do some really terrible things, but we all have to come to a realization that we all screwed up digital advertising for the rest of the rest of everybody else getting into this industry as well. We screwed it up, guys. I'm sorry, I will say it first. We screwed it up. It's not great anymore. It used, I don't know if it used to be great, but it was tolerable. Let's just say it was tolerable. It got better, but it's still on the point of I don't care anymore, I don't want to. I like I guess before. I turn on my ad blockers. I don't want to see it anymore. I don't care, like what you're trying to sell me. I'm sorry, but I usually research the stuff anyways. Now sponsored content, fine, but I think all media companies are overusing that again. As long as I know that it's sponsored and not sponsored, that's fine. Um, I know there's some FCC rules um, about that as well, or FTC rules, one of them. Um, but yeah, I. I think how we're gonna have to fix it is, and I think Google's going about that too, is to having less ads and more um, targeted and more and better ads. Because more ads that you pump through is doesn't actually mean you're gonna get better ones. You're actually just gonna, it's actually gonna be just more subpar ones. And that's not what I wanna see as well. I don't wanna see subpar ones, but it's gonna happen because creativity is a difficult thing. I keep on having to tell people, creativity just doesn't come all of a sudden. Sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes it's, it's immediate. There really is no fine line of be creative like, oh, okay. As long as you just told me to be creative, I can finally be creative. And it doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. Sorry to burst that bubble there, but eh, it's just it's just not it's not going to work. And that's the problem about it. Now, the, like I said prior to it, the solution is is less ads but better ads. So quality over quantity, because um, marketing world, you always have to A, B test, and I think we're just throwing out ads through our ads to make sure that we're A, B testing it to get the best um, the best stats or the best ROI. If you don't know what ROI is, is return on investment, just so you know. So everybody's like, what's that mean? Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna be the more of the issue is media companies may have to charge more for that Um, saying hey look we want more we want better ads so we're going to charge more so you do less ads but you do better ones and then quality control i always said that you need a kind of a quality control or standard control for your content on social media but i think you also need this for ads in general quality control having people look over it having making sure it's the best quality you can make it i get the quality control can be very subjective so i'm not going to be harking on that too much because You're going to have to find that yourself for your own company and making sure it's the right voice for you. But yes, quality control is a big thing. I do think we need to actually look into that more and more. Making sure your quality is the best is paramount. not going to lie. It's paramount. Just be sure you're doing it. Um, And yeah, I mean, I know it's going to be rough. I know it's going to be hard. There's going to be a lot of changes. I say the death of what we know of digital advertising right now, is going to be about five to 10 years uh, span. I don't think it's gonna happen all of a sudden. Like I said, a lot of times with tech, it dies out slowly, but surely it dies out. And I think everybody needs to be aware of this and at least be looking for the rise of new techniques for ads and making sure that you know the difference between principles and strategies and making sure the principles are better than your strategies because strategies always kind of mimic your overall principles or your overall goals of what you're going to do. If you don't kind of know the difference between that, you might want to know the difference between that because it's going to help you in the long run. But that is what I have to say about the death of digital advertisement. But I do want to go into all the controversy that is the NFL and the president or the president versus the NFL or, you know, fight night 2017, whatever you want to call it. Now, if you don't know President Trump over the the weekend, Um, said some things about the NFL and the players, specifically the ones that were kneeling during the anthem. And even though the country is very split on this, he said things that were resonating with the people that he was talking to right now. Once again, know your audience. Whether you like or hate Trump isn't the issue. Knowing your audience is what he's doing. He knows his audience. He knows what he was going to say his audience was going to get riled up. He knows that he was going to say it and they were going to scream and yell and chant and love what he was going to say so even from a marketing perspective he was doing something that uh, most marketers are like no well, he knows his audience he knows how to speak you can't fault him for that you may not like what he said and that's completely fine I have no problems with you not liking what he said you can you can appreciate what he does you can appreciate his tactics or you can appreciate how he tries to connect with his audience and still hate the message that he's saying. They're two different things, and I'm just trying to lay that out for you. I don't care I don't care if you don't like him or not. It's not my thing about why I'm talking about this. So then the NFL, everybody was like, oh no, we have the right to do this, blah, 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 and we're gonna do this. And so Sunday they decided to all mostly kneel or stand arm in arm or whatever they wanted to do, all came out against Trump. Even the Trump people, the people that supported Trump in the NFL were against him as well. Fine, but my thing that the NFL doesn't really understand, I know it was in a really bad, rock and a hard place, is that you need to know your audience. See, the funny thing is that the NFL doesn't know their audience and Trump knows his audience. So he's more in tune of what his audience wants to hear. And the NFL is tone deaf to their own audience. They don't understand that getting in these political arguments is not helping your cause. Look at ESPN. They're going down the tubes because they decided to not listen to their audience. ESPN, stick to sports. That's what people are there for. They're not there for their weekly news update or what Trump's saying or anything like that. They're just there for the news, the sports news. That's it. That's all they care about when they tune in. A lot of people have been saying that I don't think you're getting the, the you're not getting the message. And this is why you're failing. And the NFL Last year was a pretty low turnout for people viewing. It's going to be worse unless you say, look it, we don't care anymore. You know what? If players want to protest, fine, but do it outside. Do not do it during when you're working. And people have an issue that with that. Because here's the thing. People like sports because it was a political. They didn't like sports because they were getting their politicalness. On, they like sports because it was devoid of it. It didn't matter what sh- what side you were on. Hey, you're you like this team too? Oh, let's talk about it. It's awesome. Yeah, you see that great play? That's what it was all about. In the NFL, you're the ones that kind of took the break from politics. When you start to get into politics, is when people start to get mad because they don't want all of their lives surrounding politics. I keep on saying your customers are not monolith and do not think that your consumer base is all left or right it's gonna be both unless you are in the business of opinions kind of like talk radio and all that stuff do not get in political arguments it's not good for your bottom line it's actually terrible for your bottom line stay away from it stay as far away from it as you can if you i don't care if you have an opinion as a person do it outside of work because if you do it as a business your business could tank as well you need to be clear that this is not going to help your business at all not not in the least not no not from no perspective that i know of will this help because if we looked at the super bowl commercials last year audi took a beating for what they said and they had to almost retract what they what they said in their commercials or they were contradicting what they said in their commercials anyways. Don't get in it. Don't get sucked into it. I know that it seems like great causes because, well, I mean, technically because mostly people that are in the media are left-leaning, but that doesn't really – that isn't that isn't what the whole – all America is. All America is is a diverse group of thoughts, of diverse uh, – thoughts surrounding everybody else basically Um, people are left people are right people are center people are extremely left extremely right it doesn't really matter or people pick and choose they aren't really sure which one they are because they're all crazy completely fine but as a business you need to stay out of it seriously why does no one become Sweden Sweden is is, is neutral be neutral say hey look we respect the values of our players but at this time we will stay away from this, and they can protest outside of business hours, because they have no constitutional right to protest during their job. There's no right for this. I get that you can peacefully protest, and that's completely fine. And if you want to keep on going down this road, I think it's gonna hurt you more than it's gonna help you NFL. Like I don't want to see a storied franchise get torn into politics and then completely destroyed because their hubris decided to tell them that this was the right thing to do and then you alienated your own consumer base because you wanted to be stubborn about it. Completely fine if you wanna do it. And it's every right for a business to want to actually take a stand for something, but also know that there's repercussions to it as well. Every action you do can actually have an equal and opposite reaction as well or consequence. It doesn't matter. You're not going to make everybody happy to stay out of politics because you're really not going to make everybody happy. If you keep on going into politics, you're going to keep on getting people upset. And you're about sports. And let's make sure that sports stays apolitical because people love to talk about sports and that's it. They want they want to have that that companionship, that kingship with somebody else that's not a part of their family, but they like the same team. And that's and if you keep on doing this, you're just going to divide them anyways. And no franchise should want their consumer base divided. It's like, well, this person that is a liberal is liking my team. I don't I, all liberals like this team. Okay, I'm I'm done. I'm done. No no more. That's how it's going to be. Because you're going to rationalize it as, well, they're the enemy anyways. So why should I support this team? You don't want to do that. Just stand for the anthem. The Anthem did nothing wrong for you. Please do not make calls that the Anthem is racist because it really isn't. It's a basically an Anthem about the values of America. And that value should be ingrained in everybody. We should all respect that. That's all I'm saying. Stay out of it because Sunday proved that, well, it wasn't going very well for you. Luckily, the night after was a little bit better but we'll see where we'll see where the stats go if it keeps on tanking which i think it actually will you're gonna see some changes and people that think that taking a knee was the right way of doing it is going to get a really rude awakening that not everybody cares about this stuff Not everyone wants to talk about politics 24 7 businesses need to understand that nobody wants to talk about politics 24 7. you know what the best campaign that i will ever see is if a sports franchise or sports organization said, hey, this is a politics-free zone, be, you know how many people are going to be like, yes, finally somebody gets it. Politics-free zone, that would be the best ad campaign ever for any sports. I guarantee you, one of the best things to do. Politics-free zone. Or, we don't care if you're red or blue, you're all purple to us. Something like that. I know that sounded really weird, but I thought that actually would be kind of a color thing of, like, Republicans, Democrats, put them together, purple. You, you get what I'm saying. But like I said, don't get sucked into it. As a business, don't. Unless, and I'm reiterate reiterating again, unless you are in the politics or in the business of opinions, don't get involved with your own opinion. Do that on your own time. You'll help yourself so much. Because in every business organization, you're not going to get 100%. I don't care what the person in the Steelers coach thought about having 100%. In my head, I'm like, you're never going to get 100% from anybody. Nothing is 100% in this world. <laughs> there might be a majority, but not 100%. I'm sorry. Now, uh, ironically enough, even though the guy did retract and say he was sorry, it was interesting that he, the only Steeler that came out to actually, you know, stand for the anthem, his. Uh, Jersey sales went way up, way up. Um, one of the best sales out there right now because people um people liked what he did. They're like, thank you, you stand for our values. And that's why people bought his jersey. Now there was also a lot of backlash, people burning stuff from teams, because like I said before, nobody wants to talk about politics 24-7. I don't say it for the fourth time. Please, businesses, stay out of it. If you're not in the business of opinion, stay out of it. Stay out. Just about face me like, nope, we're not doing this. Like I said, you can take my ad campaign idea and say, this is a politi- this is a politically free zone. A politically neutral zone. The neutral zone. It's more Star Trek, but whatever. Uh we're not we're not red, we're not blue, we're all purple. Like that type of thing bringing the people together, it will probably help you in the long run than trying to divide everybody. And that's what businesses need to do. Try to bring people together. I think that will be a more powerful ad campaign than trying to divide people because dividing people is easy and everybody's doing it right now. Do something opposite, do something different and you will see a positive return. I guarantee you because people don't want to talk about it anymore. They want to talk about stuff that's not politics or they don't hate each other. I think people are getting sick and tired of hating each other because it's all they see is hate. Show something else. Show politically neutral zones. Show we don't care what side you're on. You're you're all on the same side. Show we're not all blue, red, we're all purple. Something like that. Or say you're not blue, you're not red, you're you're we're all purple. Something like that. Something to bring the country together. It'll help you in the long run. But please stay out of it. Just stay out of it. If even if the if the president attacks you, say we don't we respect the president's decisions. It's always up to the, co- the up to the team owners and the coaches what they want to do with the teams. We will not get uh, we will not get involved with this. We stand for the national anthem and we will have all of our players stand for it. and that, make it a dead issue. Make it a dead issue, and say we're having everybody stand for the anthem, and what they do outside is their own business. But when you get sucked into politics, it's going to hurt. Don't. 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 Just don't do it. it may sound like a great idea, but nine times a ten is not. Because <laughs> you're really not going to make anybody happy if you're going to politics. But that is the end of marketing, or morning marketing I should say. I know it was kind of a heavy one, but I thought I needed to really just drive home what marketers need to do and thank you for listening as always and please be sure to subscribe to digital coffee on itunes cool uh play music iHeartRadio, radio stitcher tune in a whole bunch of others also be sure to follow digital coffee on instagram twitter youtube facebook gab.ai i'm actually on there i'm actually on minds.com and a few others as well um And if you'd like to, you know, help digital coffee, please be sure to pick up a t-shirt or coffee mug at the digital coffee podcast store. As always, I'm your host, Brett Deister, and see you next week when I talk about tech news. It's going to be an interesting one. I'm going to talk about the mazazization, basically the sameness of tech media. I can't even say it right now. Anyways, guys, have a great rest of your week, and see you next week. Later.